Welcome, Welcome to, to the tea. tea with Tina and Erin. We're two registered psychotherapists here to share the insider scoop on therapy, everything it is and isn't. We cover mental health, relationships, and the self, encouraging education and growth throughout. We also dispel common myths along the way. So whether you've been in therapy for years, you find yourself casually perusing self-help books, or you have no idea what goes on behind those confidential closed doors, join us to learn, connect, and enjoy a laugh or two along the way. Stay tuned. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. I feel like I sound like a chipmunk. Mm, no. Okay. No. That's a distortion. All right. Getting right into what we're talking about today. So today we are... Are you as excited about this topic as I am? So excited. Okay. I don't know that many would relate to this, but hopefully by the end of today or the multiple segments that we're going to have on this... You will be just as excited. Today we are diving into communication, mm-hmm. particularly reframing, because mm-hmm. there is game in the reframe. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, communication, I think, uh, is such a significant one, and probably so much of what we see. Well, you can speak to to that with your clients, but um, working a lot with couples, I can certainly say that I get the privilege of seeing communication wins and also struggles Mm -hmm. that can be really significant and impactful Mm -hmm. um, as they can foster connection or or distance complete disconnect absolutely Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um reframe what is a reframe a reframe is a way to shift a mindset uh focus on the positive elements of a behavior interaction maintain an honest, authentic, and compassionate view. So often we operate from believing one thing to be a certain way, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always serve us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's where some of the cognitive distortions can come in to that, mm-hmm. right? Um, so when we do the reframe, we challenge those distortions. Absolutely. Whether it's a personalization, where someone has said something and we take it to mean something about ourself we see it as something negative about ourself mm-hmm. or actually it isn't it is something that's going on with them totally. and that's more in the relationship with the self but also in the relationship with the others i would say one of the big things also around reframe is to challenge the, the cognitive distortion and we can all fall into those mm-hmm. sometimes the black and white thinking yep yeah. all or nothing thinking personalization those are some of the few and the reframe helps us to shift the story we're telling ourselves about yeah. something. What's another possibility or what's another story that I can tell myself, right? The story that we tell ourselves about something will impact our emotions. It impacts the way we feel. Yeah. For example, if I tell myself this person is not calling me because they don't want to spend time with me, they don't want to interact with me, they don't want to engage with me, Yeah. I'm going to feel maybe sad or rejection or those types of emotions versus... The reframe in that context would be, this person's really busy, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. a lot going on, I hope they're keeping well, and yeah. they're going to reach out when they can. Right. And so in that, the negative emotions aren't generated. Absolutely. The latter serves you in a much uh, maybe healthier way, mm-hmm. rather than carrying around anxiety or mm-hmm. fear, worry, etc. while not. Mm-hmm. having that confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, this came up uh, recently with a client who had expressed deep 
regret for having ignored red flags early on in a relationship because as she finds herself years later into her marriage, she's encountering those red flags and wishing she had addressed them sooner. Mm -hmm. And so what came with that regret of looking back when we can know that hindsight is twenty twenty for a reason, she was doing the best she could where she was at mm -hmm. with what she had. Yeah. And so the challenge was to reframe how does she look at her younger self um, in a compassionate way so that the narrative, like you said, worked for her, but mm -hmm. was also authentic, right? Mm -hmm. This isn't about lying and just like, oh, think positively. Like, we're no. not going to, we're not, we're not going to broach, you know, no. toxic positivity. Mm -mm. Um, however, for her, she was able to experience the compassion mm -hmm. for where she was at when she was ignoring those red flags because everything else seemed to add up for her that the green flags rather that she saw um, were something that she needed so much that it made sense to kind of downplay or, or, or minimize the red flags at the time. Mm -hmm. Now in the ways that she's grown, again, they're coming to the forefront, but she looks back, was able to look back and have compassion rather than judgment and shame for where she was at. Mm -hmm. Because reality is we could all experience that. I mean, there's been times that we can all say, wow, if I could go back, I'd do that a little differently, mm -hmm. right? And it's not about, you know, having regrets. It's about how do you reframe mm -hmm. your previous experience, mm -hmm. even though you would do it differently now from before. Absolutely, because then I think when we can reframe in the self-talk and the communication that we're having with ourselves, but also in your example of this client, it's also in relationship to the other, we can find forgiveness for ourselves as mm -hmm. well. Because sometimes what happens is when we look at our past self and we criticize and judge past behaviors, as in this case, saying that you didn't see the red flags or avoided them or what have you, in the reframe, to say, I was where I was at that time. Mm -hmm. Because we can't know what we don't know. Right? Right. And so it's having forgiveness for the self in that. And also it's saying that served me at that time in the place that I was at. So I was Absolutely. able to take those decisions with the information that I knew about myself, about yeah. the other. And so approaching it from that place mm -hmm. versus a place of judgment, that ability to reframe yes. helps to move a person forward, I find, yes. in healing. Yeah. Right? Because sometimes when we are in that place, we're kind of in the weeds. And if we keep repeating that same narrative or that story to ourselves about this example that you're giving, it really can keep us stuck. I'm a lot more motivated when I'm coming from a place of understanding and honesty and having grace for ways I've responded or behaved mm -hmm. or through a lens I've operated previously then if I am feeling self-critical, judging mm -hmm. the behaviors, the responses, and that shame mm -hmm. holds us back doing different just like you're, you're saying. What's interesting is doing this topic today because just last night I was 
speaking about this with my son, who is six, he was fishing and didn't catch any fish. Mm-hmm. And it was time to leave. Okay. And he was really upset and he was frustrated and disappointed. And so we literally reframed, well, what are you grateful for about this experience, right? I mean, we honored the disappointment and the frustration and we gave space for that. But then also, it's a beautiful day out. It's fall, but we still have summer-like weather and you're getting to spend time with family. And and I guess the, the importance of this is to kind of show how soon mm-hmm. these thoughts become patterns. Mm-hmm. Patterns of behavior. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, in the cognitive distortions that you were talking about, they don't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. And so he got right on board and off he went. So it was great and highlights just how far back these narratives mm-hmm. can start. Mm-hmm. To another point in the takeaways today, which is using end instead of but where multiple things can be true at the same time. So for your son, it was about validating his experience that he was a little disappointed that he didn't get a, catch a fish. Certainly. Fair. So validate that. And also the reframe is it was a beautiful day and you're out on the water with your sister and it was lots of fun and it's the fall and seeing all the colors and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I have a client right now that I'm working with and She's struggling with a few things. She's in the weeds currently. She was talking about how she was feeling sad about as she regressed. How has she been doing? Has it all been for naught? All these questions were coming up in terms of where things were at for her. Mm -hmm. And that sort of exercise we did together. What's the reframe? So for her it was... Can two things be true at the same time? Mm. Absolutely. Can I feel two things at the same time? I can feel that, yes, I'm in the weeds right now and I'm struggling. And also, that doesn't negate all the other progress that I've made. That doesn't negate all the efforts that I've um, put forth and where I've integrated those changes, those behavioral changes into my life. So it's that ability to see that multiple things can be true at the same time even Absolutely. though they're vastly different and i think again this is in the relationship with the self but also in the relationship with other we have to be able to do that for ourselves and say i'm feeling sad about something and i'm also optimistic mm-hmm. i'm feeling not great in this moment about myself about something and also i have hope mm-hmm. so this mm-hmm. idea that i can feel two very different things at the same time oh, they can absolutely. coexist right? absolutely. as I said whether that is in the relationship with the self or in the relationship with the other relationally we can say when conflict comes up in couples which we see in our clinical work they're coming to therapy they're wanting to work something out there's struggle there's conflict sometimes big big conflict from absolutely. and some of those topics we'll get to in later podcasts such as infidelity is a big one mm-hmm. porn Usage is a big one. Yep. These are some of the topics that we see clinically in couples, right? For sure. It's the idea that they're coming and they're trying to resolve this conflict and they may have very strong feelings. They could have resentments. They could be holding anger. Mm-hmm. And also, they there's a, a true shared love there and yes. they have a desire to work through and come out the other side, right? Yeah. And find resolution. To also teach them in therapy to be able to do that. To say, that I'm really angry right now. I'm really angry about this. And also, I do love you and I do want 
the relationship to survive and work through this. So both I, of those things can be true. I love you, but I don't like you right now. Yeah, that's a big one. <laughs> Who's heard that? Yeah. And up if. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And I think that, that just expanding the lens through which we see to allow for two things to coexist, mm-hmm. again, makes it a much more authentic reflection mm-hmm. of what's really going on mm-hmm. and also keeps us, rather helps us to not get locked in that kind of tunnel vision of the how shitty this part is mm-hmm. because we don't like you said we don't want to negate the rest of it mm-hmm. and while it can be absolutely that shitty piece can take over at times mm-hmm. right it, mm-hmm. it isn't always everything and mm-hmm. so one of those strategies and again we'll kind of recap at the end but one of the strategies when communicating is to use and instead of but. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I love you. Mm-hmm. And what you've done has really impacted me. Mm-hmm. Rather than I love you, but what you did was not okay. There's a very different interpretation mm-hmm. of that. It creates uncertainty. The inference that what I just said previous to that isn't really true. So it creates an insecurity. The other words we see in conjunction with that, especially conflict in relationship, but also, again, in the relationship with the self, is the use of absolutes. Absolutes are rarely ever true. We can fall into that communication pitfall with ourself, mm-hmm. where clients are coming in, and sometimes they have a negative core belief, um, as an example, and yeah. feeling like, I always screw up, yeah. I'm always failing, mm-hmm. I never do well. I never succeeded anything. Right. And so helping them reframe and shift from that, you know, belief about themselves. Yeah. And then couples we see, you never do this. Yes. You never say thank you or you never you say sorry. You always discount my feelings. Right. Or you, you never always... listen to what I'm actually saying. You mm-hmm. always try to fix. Yeah. And so when we fall into those pit- communication pitfalls, mm-hmm. we can, it can keep us stuck and get lost in the weeds absolutely you know because do you want to sorry can just because you've used that a couple times do you want to elaborate a little bit more on what in the weeds means being in the weeds means that you can't really see around you clearly yeah it kind of feels like there's a lot around you there's things touching you from all angles it feels like certain you can't really see the bottom you can't see what's around you so that kind of feeling can be unsettling and uncertain and sort of what's my path forward how do i clear my way so i can see well in that image that you've just described trying to navigate mm-hmm. any decision or response or behavior mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. there's parts that are touching you mm-hmm. and you can't see clearly it's a lot more difficult and so the reframe becomes even more mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. to go okay how how do i accept where i am mm-hmm. which is in the weeds mm-hmm. and how do i have compassion that the decisions i make mm-hmm may not be the same. Mm-hmm. I like also what you just said, because I think it's about also having self-compassion and self-love mm-hmm. and whether within the context of relationship mm-hmm. to self and relationship to other in terms of communication. But it's understanding, you know what, I, I'm in the weeds. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. And that's where I am at in this moment. Yes. And so I want to validate and acknowledge it this feels a little challenging right now right? and it's a little difficult and, and what do I need while also not criticizing and shaming and going into the shoulds and going into the cognitive distortions, right? Yes. Which 
are only going to keep you stuck in the weeds because then you go into shame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And shame uh, is usually at play when we use the word should. Mm-hmm. So that can kind of be a clue mm-hmm. or a hint mm-hmm. that shame is just lurking in the background. I think we all get in that trap, like, oh, Absolutely. I should have done this or I should have said this. Okay, so what's going on with that? You can ask yourself, yes. why do I feel that draw, that strong draw? And maybe I, I can speak from a personal standpoint. I have operated for a long time from the place of should, mm-hmm. doing what I should do. And I don't, I'm not talking about right wrongs, right? Mm-hmm. Like I should stop at the red light. No, I'm talking no, like no, a no. should, I mean, please do. Please, please Disclaimer, please lights. follow the traffic laws. <laughs> More of I should do as society expects me to do. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. should as a woman want to have children. Mm-hmm. I should mm-hmm. get married mm-hmm. or, right? And it's not about whether you do or you don't or mm-hmm. you want mm-hmm. to or you don't. No. It's about what is motivating this should. And again, going back with my kids, Mm -hmm. right, to see how early on that gets ingrained, Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. shoulds, it's just been really Mm eye-opening. So that when a client comes in going, I should have challenged what was presented to me from my partner a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And instead, I mean, that, that can just kind of stunt progress and growth and learning and understanding and compassion Mm -hmm. versus, wow, at that time it served me. Mm -hmm. That's how I showed up where I was at. And now that I can have that awareness or the insight that it no longer serves me, well, guess what? The latter is a lot more motivating Mm -hmm. to proceed. Absolutely. That grace that, uh, in that case, she can... Um, offer herself helps her to navigate moving forward so it's interesting how you know well I just want to get to a place where what he says doesn't impact me doesn't land on me Mm -hmm. and the shoulds are actually what keep you from getting to that goal yeah right the other thing I, I, I typically go to when clients are navigating the word should I ask them like according to whom mm Beautiful. Where is this coming from? According to whom? Yeah. You should, according, you know, to your point, Mm -hmm. is this a societal expectation or norm that I've internalized somehow? Is this familial? Is it cultural? Is this religious? Is this, you know, where is this coming from? And I think being curious is important in that as well. In order to break free from the shoulds is to be curious as to where is this coming from? Because if I am responding from a place of the other that's how I'm living my life through the internalized expectations of the other Mm. I'm really going to feel disconnected from myself I know you and I will see this in our clinical work and at some point they show up and they wake up to realize that and go I'm living with all this regret now because Mm -hmm. I realized that I lived I was living my life from a place of someone else's ideals or values or expectations or norms so Mm -hmm. really important um and you know again in our our topic today around how we engage in communication with ourselves and other why these reframes are so important Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so with that said um some takeaways about 
reframing. The tea takeaways. The tea, tea takeaways. takeaways for today <laughs> um, are avoiding absolutes. Always and never. Right? As an example. Remove those from your vocabulary to your self-talk and also in relationship with uh, loved ones and just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, Using end instead of but. Right. Because that allows for th- two things to be true even when vastly different. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And lastly, uh, avoid or eliminate should. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you should find yourself <laughs> using the word should, mm-hmm. uh, like your, to your earlier point, get mm-hmm. curious and be aware that shame could be in the background. In the background yeah. of that. Yeah. yeah. And I think as the sprinkles on top for the communication piece is really when we can approach communication with the self and with other from a place of curiosity Mm. when we're honest, when we're authentic and we're compassionate is the sprinkling on top of of those tea takeaways for today. Yes. Um, Stay tuned for more. Communication mm -hmm. is a big one. Absolutely. There'll be many different segments of it and we really hope you enjoyed listening today and some of this information will be in the show's notes. So, Look for it there and stay tuned for the next podcast. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining.